Blog Talk Radio.
Testing, testing, testing. I'm trying something new. Can everyone hear me clearly or am I going in and out? I can hear you. All righty. So what I'm doing is we're supposed to be able to do this via my laptop. And if we do it via the laptop, then we don't have to worry about the one-cent charge or anything like that. I know we can use landlines, so I wanted to make sure that we could use this and I would be heard clearly. So, Minister Sylvia, can you hear me clearly? Yes, ma'am, I can. Okay. So we're going to start off the program with me asking, is there anyone that want to share some times in your life when there were things that happened that you had to just, you know, work with God to to be able to move forward. So before we get into that, just to let you know that's where we're going to be going, I uh, wanted to know if there's anyone available that can pray for us this morning. Yes, ma'am, I'll pray for us. Amen. Father God, come to you on this morning, God, with an open heart, open mind, with our arms stretched out open, asking you once again, God, to open up our understanding, open up our channels of understanding, open up our hearts to love, and open up our mouths to ask you for forgiveness today, oh God, for anything and everything, God. We thank you for your mercies being new every morning, God. But at least this body, this flesh, it is in a sinful state, God. We ask you again today to forgive us of every sin that we have committed, whether it was physically, mentally, emotionally, or just with gestures of just the thought. God, we just want to ask you for forgiveness, and we thank you, God. We thank you for forgiving us and accepting us back into your loving arms. God, we thank you for just this ministry. We thank you for the opportunity to be a part of it, God. Give us a spirit of participation. God, take away the shame, the embarrassment, or anything that we would feel that would fall upon us, God, because we can walk into freedom as well as to your loving kindness, God. We ask you for every person that's listening, to hear something, receive something, and get something out of the ministry on today. God, we thank you for this opportunity to hear your vessel minister to us. Open our ears, Lord, and our hearts, and we receive your word on today. Amen. Amen. So what I know that I'm going to do in the future, I hear... Um, the phone going in and out. So we're going to have to work on this using the laptop. But we're going to do it today because I need to test it. So many of you know that our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And so on today, we're asking God to give us the anointing of moving forward. Many of us look back like Lot's wife all the time, and we don't realize that we are walking salt pillars. And as we're walking salt pillars, we add salt to the earth. But see, when you become a salt statue, that means you're stuck like us. And we don't want to be stuck. So let's keep moving forward. A few years ago, um, at my master's degree graduation, our guest speaker was Jasmine Simmons. 
and she provided us with a concert. She played a few of her greatest hits. Oh, and by the way, she's the first African-American female professional classic and jazz pianist. She challenged all of the graduates to keep looking forward, to keep praying forward, but most of all, to keep moving forward. Because in order for us to look forward and pray forward, we had to keep moving forward as well. Because if we kept looking back at our past failures and dwelling there, instead of sharing how those past failures had molded our futures and molded our many successes, then we were stagnant like Lot's wife. And we weren't sharing the salt and being the salt of the earth. But she wanted to keep moving. So one of my cousins, when we went to a comedy show on Friday, she said, next time we need to bring some a string or something we can leave behind, you know, like um, in the little story they told you growing up was little girl left and little breadcrumbs and stuff so she remember where to come back to. She said, maybe next time we need to do that. And it reminded me how we need to leave salt plant salt as we live our lives so that people can grow. So right now, is there anyone that wants to share any examples of what you did in life in order to move forward when there were major things that may have happened in your life? I'll speak. Um, this is Minister well, Sylvia. Okay. Oh, go ahead. This is Minister Sylvia. Um, at one time in my life, I had became um, homeless uh, because of whatever the reason, illness, um, was off work, and had became overwhelmed with a lot of things. And I was just in a position where I had became homeless. And I just decided that it was no other way but up. I had to trust God with everything, regardless of what was going on. I had to trust God I with my son, who was a little boy at the time. And um, I had to just say, God, I'm not going to go um, around asking people for help because of pride or anything. It was because I had decided to give my life to God, and I said, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you with the impossible, in my mind, which which was impossible. And I just had to trust God and trust God and trust God and just believe and just go through the process without questioning, even though it was many nights I, I cried, Many nights I went um, without, uh, I had to make sure my son had, whether I had uh, new clothes or something to eat because he was in school, so that's why I said new clothes. He had to have uniforms and he was growing. And I just had to trust God. And because of me trusting God, um, to sort of going into details, because the details of the situation is not important. It's the outcome. I'm now a homeowner. Because I trusted God. I, I, I let God lead and guide me. I let God have total control of what was going on in my life. And I stopped worrying about what people thought and what people would think. You know, and I just didn't worry about how this was going to happen because I trusted God. I, you know, the, I kept hearing the song all the time. It was an old song. I can't remember who made it. They kept saying he tried to lean on his mother, but see, my mother wasn't here anymore. He tried to lean on his father. My father wasn't here anymore. He tried to lean on family. I didn't want to lean on family because they would have said, I did this, I did that, but I had to trust God, even though family members did step up for me, but then God said, 
I have something for you, which was something I never, I never applied for, I never looked for, I, and it, it came through because I trust God when it, when they taught us that that your name would be ringing in places, people would speak of you, people would explain it, but because of God, I'm a homeowner today, and I just want to say that's one of the things I could say, other things, but that's one of the main things that I can say that when I was in the pit, God pulled me out. That that uh, Psalms came through. He took my feet out of the Mari clay. He took me out the pit. I thank God for being able to. I thank God for allowing my ears to hear Him and my heart to receive Him. And that's really all I have to say for that right now. Thank you so much. Amen. What a great testimony. What a great testimony about trusting God. Some people don't realize how difficult it is for many to trust God. Um, Minister Celia, since we're on the uh, broadcast via the laptop, I just want to make sure you can hear me. Are you able to hear me? Yes, I'm able to hear you. But could I add something to that real quick, uh, Apostle? Yes. Even though, even though I still had my car, I still had my uh, my uh, motorcycle, I still had all of that. God was able to allow me to have things. He helped up payments. He helped up a lot of things that he made people work with me. And I, that's all I wanted to say. But, yes, I can hear you. Thank you so much. Amen. Ezekiel 1 and 12 says, And each went straight forward wherever the spirit was about to go. Mm. And they would go without turning as they went. My God. It says that they went forward wherever the Spirit was. Because, see, we know the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Wherever they are, we should want to be. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. And all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct their, thy path. Isn't it awesome how when God directs us, it's always, no matter what anyone says, whenever God directs us, we're always going to be moving forward because he's forward thinking. He's a covenant of being uh those that are victorious, and so it's what's in front of you. Uh, oftentimes I make this uh, analogy, and I really mean it. They say, what's in your wallet? Well, let your wallet be your mind, your body, your soul, your spirit, and your heart. So what's in your wallet? What's in your house of prayer? What's in your temple? What's in your body that God has given you? Well, I pray that what's on the inside of you is the Holy Spirit and that you follow him where he leads you as he follows Christ because he's with Christ and as Christ follows God. Philippians 3 12 through 14 says, not as though I had ever, or not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I make apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count it not myself to have apprehended, But this one thing I do, 
forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now, that's what the Bible is telling us about moving forward. Now, just in case you want to have some earthly witnesses, Malcolm X said, there is no better than adversary ever defeat, every heartbreak, every loss contains its own seed, its own lesson of how to improve your performance the next time. See, he's talking about moving forward. You've already had defeats. You already had heartbreaks. You already had losses. But the lesson that you learned in it helps you to improve your next performance. George Washington Carver said, where there is no vision, there is no hope. See, our visions are based on what's in front of us, not what's behind us. Even though we left left those things behind, we didn't leave the lesson behind. Remember, there were lessons. Martin Luther King said, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Mm, Great word, great word, great word. He said, whether you're walking, whether you're running, or whether you're crawling, move forward. Albert Einstein said, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. Mm. Ha, I love that. Frederick Douglass says, if there is no struggle, there is no progress. Unknown, we don't know who this person is that says this, but everybody, you know, wants us to know that we're still quoting it. You can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one. Ooh, ooh. I'm going to say that one more time. You can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one. My God. Alice Fitzgerald said, it isn't where you come from, it's where you're going that counts. Mm, you got to keep moving forward. Steve Marbola says, the truth is, unless you let go, unless you forgive yourself, unless you forgive the situation, Unless you realize that the situation is over, you cannot move forward. I'm going to say that one more time. The truth is, unless you let go, unless you forgive yourself, and unless you forgive the situation, and unless you realize the situation is over, you cannot move forward. Angela Y. Davis said, I am no longer accepting the things I cannot change. I am changing the things I cannot accept. Listen to that. To move forward, she said, I am no longer accepting the things I cannot change. I am changing the things I cannot accept. See, that's powerful. Alice Walker says, no person is your friend who demands your silence or denies your right to grow. It takes growth now. If they want you to be quiet, they don't want you to talk about the things that hurt you, they don't want to talk about the things that are wrong, oh, my God, they're denying your growth. They say, no, I need you to stay stagnant. I need you to stay in yesterday. I need you to stay in your place. Oh, Lord, that's a whole other message. Barack. Obama, the late president, Barack Obama, said, the future rewards those who press on. 
I don't have time to feel sorry for myself. I don't have time to complain. I'm going to press on. See, moving forward. A songwriter named Troy Sneed back in 2017 wrote a song that says, Forget your yesterdays and your mistakes. Press forward. Move forward. And then he said it again, Forget your yesterdays. Learn from your mistakes. Press forward. Move forward. And then he said it again. Forget your yesterdays and your mistakes. Press forward. Move forward. Forget your yesterdays. Learn from your mistakes. Press forward. Move forward. Over. I came through it. God used it to make me better. And he says that five times that it's over. I came through it. God used it to make it better. And then he said it again. It's over. I came through it. God used it to make to make me better. But and he said it two more times, but then he came back to forget your yesterday. Grow from your mistakes. So you can grow from them. And press forward and move forward. And he said it again. Forget your yesterdays because now you got to learn, not just, you know, move on from the mistakes, but you got to learn from them. What did you learn from those mistakes? What did you do to grow from those mistakes? You had to learn so that you could press forward and move forward. And then the song ends with saying, move forward. God loves you. So what are those things that you need to move forward from? What are those things that you need to grow from? What are those things that you need to learn from? What are those failures? in your past that you need to move forward from. Some of those are 50 years ago, 45 years ago, 40 years ago, 30, 35 years ago, 20, 25 years ago, a decade ago, a century ago, a year ago, six months ago, 30 to 45 days ago, two weeks ago, a week ago, three to five days ago, today, yesterday. Tomorrow, 24 hours ago, 12 hours ago, 8 hours ago, an hour ago, a half an hour ago, a minute ago, a very second ago, a nanosecond ago. What are those things that you need to learn from and move forward? Is it one divorce, three divorces, five divorces, seven divorces, et cetera, et cetera, one marriage ago, three marriages ago, five marriages ago, seven, what is it? What is that disappointment? What is that argument? What is that disagreement that you have? What is that thing that someone tried to pour in you to cause you to be poisoned, to cause you to not be able to be that person that God called you to be? Because, see, just like God can see what he's doing in your life, the devil can too. So he'll send those people close to you, those people far off, to try to plant into your spirit, man, because they don't want you to be who God has called you to be. And sometimes, listeners know that they're being used by the devil. Are they being messy? Are they sowing discord? What's really going on? You have a health issue you can't get past. Is your body wrecked in pain? Are you dealing with discomfort? Is it that diagnosis you can't get past? Isn't that is it that family member or members that have died? Are you having financial issues, personal issues, professional issues, mental challenges, gossip, slander, defamation of your character, the people that lied on you, the mess that came before God's blessing manifested, the lack of recognition, whether it's due to jealousy or just because 
as we were at a a function on yesterday, somebody just always got to be the center of attention. That's a whole other message. Is it something spiritual? Is it the fiery darts, the backstabbing, the strife, the discord that's coming after you? Is it the natural disasters that are surrounding you? Whether they're natural, chemical, biological, or technological, what warfare is coming against you? All because you belong to God. That court date, that job issue, that promotion, whether it was they gave it to you or they didn't give it to you, but even when they gave it to you, the things that they didn't tell you about what you would have to do. What is that thing on your job? What is that thing in your classroom? What is that thing in your family? What is that thing in your relationship that's causing you to not move forward? You are the salt. You have to move forward. Someone's watching you. You're their inspiration. You're their role model. Or maybe it's simply that God has placed you in a Selah moment. Maybe it's simply because God has given you the ability to pick Choose or refuse, and yet you're trying to decide, what am I going to do? If I do this, will I get a billion, a trillion dollars for blessing? Will I do this if I get a million, a thousand, a hundred of thousands, a hundred, fifty, ten, five, one, fifty cent or a quarter? Hmm. What about if it was one prayer away, two prayers away, three prayers away, a worship, a worship experience, whatever it is, wherever it is, whenever it is, however it is, press forward, move forward. Is it because of something that happened in the mountains or something that happened in the valley? Was it something in the ocean, in the river, in the lake, in the pond, in the swamp? Was it something that happened over here, over there, everywhere? Was it something that happened in the north, the south, the east, and the west? Was it something that happened in another state, another city, another country, another nation? Was it this sin or that sin? Was it this person or that person? Even after God has taken us from blessing to blessing to blessing to blessing to even more blessings, sometimes the cares of life will null and void all the wins, all the victories, all the triumphs, and more. But if we're going to look back at anything, Let's look back up how God has been so good to us. All of the times he saved you from the car accidents, the motorcycle accidents, the bicycle accidents, the just walking down the street accidents where there could be a twist of the ankle or a fall, walking up the stairs, a fall, walking down the stairs, tumbling down the stairs the meal that was set before you that was meant to poison you. But God gave you a way out, a way of escape. The people that act like they were your friends when in actually they were sent by the enemy to destroy you. The jealousy, the animosity, the covetousness. Yes, sometimes from friends. Because they haven't learned how to be your friend yet. Yes, sometimes from family. How many people have been victims of their own family touching them inappropriately? A so-called friend doing it inappropriately. A family member lying on you and using you. Being family. Being a friend does not mean perfection. We do stuff, and sometimes we do it without thinking. We do stuff and say stuff, sometimes not knowing the state of mind that a person is in. 
I had someone that I love dearly that's a close friend. They didn't know, or they say they didn't, that I was in um, a situation um, dealing with my sister's death. And they text me a text that when they texted, not only was my heart heavy, I was so angry with them. I was like, how dare they? And then when I told them what I was going through, they said, how were they supposed to know? And I said to God, how didn't they know? It's not a new thing, but they try to make themselves so important. Like I said, they have to be the center of attention because they were so used to being the center of attention. And I used to treat them like they were the center of attention because I loved them that much and they were that important to me. But during this time, I oftentimes say, and I've said for many, many years, who prays for the intercessor? Who encourages the encourager? Who helps the charitable one? Who pushes forward the pusher? Who covers the cover of the covering? Who promotes the promoter? My God. Ah, hallelujah. Who, 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 who? The answer is God. Many times we're looking to the left or the right or even behind us and saying, but I have a need, God. No one's asking me what I need. I have a desire, God. No one's asking me what I desire. No one's trying to see if I'm being misunderstood and I want to be understood. No one's even asking me how I feel. I have feelings, God. No one's really asking me what's going on with me and really want to know. They're just making it as a matter of conversation. But yet God is saying, you said you trust me. You said you accept what I allow and allowed. So move forward. Press forward. And know that I got you. In the morning, I've got you in the noonday. I've got you in the evening. I've got you even late in the midnight hours. I'm covering you when you sleep. I'm protecting you all the days and the nanoseconds and even more than that of your life. Why? Because I'm your source. Talking about God. He's our source of trust. He's our source of victories and wins. He's our source of triumph. He's our source of protection. He's our God. So when you're wondering why it appears that no one's there for you, it's because he wants you to remember Ezekiel 1 and 12, and he wants you to go straight forward not turning, not looking anywhere, but no, to go straight forward because he's right there with you. He wants you to trust in him, meaning not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. That's right. He wants you to know that even while he's perfecting those things concerning you, that he's got you. He knows that it looks like you're doing this all alone sometimes. He knows that it looks like people are all around you, but they don't understand what's going on with you. They don't understand that even when you're acting irritable, it could be because you're in pain. Even when you're acting irritable, it could be because you're deflecting on them. They don't understand because there's something going on on the inside of you. Because God is perfecting you as the pressures 
are getting tighter, God's perfecting it. As the fires are getting harder and harder. So not only are you hot, not only are you being pressurized, not only is it seeming like things are so hard all around you, God wants you to know you got to keep pressing forward. You got to keep your eyes looking forward. You got to keep your eyes on Him. See, we have to make a conscious decision. And in that conscious decision, we have to say, God, I'm going to keep on praying. I'm going to pray for myself and yet pray that others will pray for me. I'm going to celebrate others. They win and as I win and as we both win. See, God, because I understand that as I'm witnessing their wins, a near or a far off, it is because we're all your children. And there's times and seasons in all of our lives. And I have to celebrate my brothers and my sisters because they're moving forward in God's destiny. I have to celebrate them because they're moving forward in God's purpose for them and and this person and that person. They're moving forward in the plans of God. They're moving forward. Jeremiah 29, 11 and 14, Amplified Version says, For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope, then you will call on me and you will come and pray to me and I will hear your voice and I will listen to you. Then with a deep longing, you will seek me and require me as a vital necessity, and you will find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will restore your fortunes, and I will free you and gather you from all nations and from all the places I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place where I sent you into exile. Let's read this in the message version as well. The message version says, this is God's word on this subject. As soon as Babylon 70th years are up and not a day before. I will show up and take care of you as I promised and bring you back home. I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. When you call on me, and when you come and pray to me, I'll listen. And when you come looking for me, you will find me. It's God talking. And, yes, when you get serious about finding me and want it more than anything else, I'll make sure you won't be disappointed. God decreed this. I'll turn things around for you. I'll bring you back from all the countries in which I drove you. God has decreed this. Bring you home to the place from which I sent you off into exile. You can count on it. So when... And where 
has your 70 years of Avalon in the spirit realm been? Is it time to end? Well, I pray that you ask God, and I ask God, to let that day be today, yesterday, last week, last month, last year, et cetera, et cetera. But your 70 years of Babylon, let they be over so that you can rest in your life on this side of heaven so that you can walk and dwell in that eternal, everlasting relationship and fellowship with Jesus that has so many rewards. Because as you live your life through identifying with Jesus Christ, I thank God, I thank God, and I thank God again that you, we, are moving forward in and through and with Christ Jesus. Because God's Holy Spirit dwells and abides and lives on the inside of all of us. Because we have been engrafted into and restored back to God through Christ Jesus. So keep moving forward in Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. I'll turn the program over to Minister Sylvia so that she can programs and um, say whatever the Lord has given her. And if you have something you want to say, um, the lines are open as well. Thank you, God. Thank you. I would like to say I really um, received this word on today to just hear you say for us to stop looking back like Lot's wife because we become walking pillars of salt. That was a strong statement, and I received that. I want to be the salt that flavors the world and gives flavor to a situation. I don't want to be the salt that salt that's walking around poisoning anything or causing blood pressures or anything to go up. I hope you understand what I meant by that. I want to thank God for the opportunity for anybody else that want to speak at this time. Please um, speak at this time because the lines are open. Go ahead. Okay. Well, it seems that no one um, has a chance to or opportunity that's provided at this time to speak on. Um, I just want to thank you all for tuning in this Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is Smile Through E, Iron Sharpening Iron. Our foundation of scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. I just want to say, um, please tune in on Monday night, p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, to hear Smile 3E, our Sharpening Iron Ministries. This Monday, our very own Dr. Serena Wright will be ministering to us. So please share the information and tune in. Come back on Friday at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, hopefully, uh, the prophet Antoine Thomas will be ministering to us this Friday. If you um, get a chance to share that, please do so and come back and visit with us. I want to uh, let you all know that it's so much if we stop and think about childhood to adulthood to either the present times that we had to say, God, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know when, but God, I know you're going to do it. I, I know you're going to fix it. We have situations, whether it's us or a loved one, as the woman of God had ministered on today, we have to get to a place to say, God, in this day and time, I have to trust you. 
It's not that I don't want to or it's an alternative. But, God, I have to trust you freely, willingly. I have to open my mouth and say, God, I trust you no matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like, no matter how it tastes in my mouth or my spirit. God, I have to trust you. And we just want to um, say we thank you all for listening in. And, again, I'm going to open the lines. The lines are open so that you can share with us. Please share with us and let us know that we're not, you know, just putting things out there, but God operates in everybody's life. He has no respect to person. Please uh, share your testimony with us. The lines are open. Okay, so again, this is a ministry that loves you with the love of the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it. I thank God. I thank God. I thank God. I thank God for even when I didn't understand, didn't believe, even when I kept saying, God, don't forget about me. Whatever you do, God, in this season, don't forget about me. I had to stay open to hear what God was saying because as my sister, possibly like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser ministered to me on the, uh, yesterday, you have to be careful when people try to use you as their trash cans. They want to dump it to you. When people try to use you as a, a um, how would you say it, a, a, t- a newspaper, or uh, informational center, they try to dump into you mess that they want to have you spread around, that they try to get you to um, set yourself backwards. When God is blessing and God is ministering, even the enemy try to come in and unbless, mess up the blessing, he try to minister to you. Don't have an ear of ease. Don't receive the garbage that's coming your way. Keep trusting God. Stay open to God and allow God to move you in the direction he wants you to go. Narrow is the way. My mom used to tell us that all the way. I mean, always when we were younger. The the road is narrow. It, it's, it's better to try to go that road, get a thread through the needle of a, of a uh, get the thread through the, uh, the hole of a needle. My mom used to teach us that and tell us, Stay focused. Trust God. I don't care what it looks like. And if I, I'm a living witness, that when you trust God, when you trust him and not trying to lean on anybody and everybody else, but you lean on, stand on, live and speak the word of God, God will come through. As the as word says, that when the enemy comes in like a flood, God will set up a standard. People always say a new standard. But God's standards have been true and tried. They're not new. There's nothing new under the sun. They're not new. They're just God is a proven God. His work is proven. His word is proven. Just stand and hold on to God. A positive like back in your hands. Amen. Thank you, Minister Sylvia. I want to take this time to pray for uh, many people that are dealing with things, uh, losses, gains, etc. Father God, we repent for sins of commission and omission, every deed said or done. It has not been pleasing in your sight. God, we pray for the wholeness. In the body of Minister Mazo, God, we pray for the family of our Uncle Foster, and we are a part of that family. We've lost him. He's gone on, and we pray to be with you. God, we pray even for Charlene and all of her sisters and her brother and her children and her husband. God, we pray for them during this transition. They lost their mom. They lost their dad, they 
been losing husbands and things of that sort. God, we pray for them. We pray for all of our family in Ohio, Illinois, Indiana, Wisconsin, Mississippi, Arkansas, Nebraska, all over the world, Hong Kong. We pray for them, God. We pray not only for your traveling mercy as they travel the words, worlds, various roads, and not just the roads, but the travels in their minds, the travels in their dreams. God, we ask you to protect the minds of your people, protect the hearts of your people, protect the lips and the tongues of your people, protect the hearts of your people. Protect us from our head to our toe, from our inside. Protect us in the natural and in the spirit realm. God calls us to be people that speak wisdom and that when we will see the mess, we will destroy the mess, but we will pray against the mess. And they oftentimes say when you see something, say something unconditionally to God. But most of all, teach us to be walking Living epistles read of men that said, Jesus saves. I accept what he allows. Be it unto me according to your word. Not my will, but your will be done. And that I shall be those that are humble and that seek your face. In Jesus' name we pray. Heal, deliver, make whole, and set free. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Bye-bye until tomorrow night when Minister Sylvia will be our host for Iron Sharpening Iron.